Another midweeker. Top five, Jared. Mm. Disappointing sequels. Yes. Plenty of sequels around. Yep. Most of them, eh, they live up to expectations, so to speak. We've got a top five here that sort of covers the ones that didn't. In our estimations? Yeah. Very personal list because, as we've said, the most disappointing, these were ones that we actually had hopes for. So, you know, Transformers 4, for example, (laughs) that can't be disappointing because we knew it would come on the back of two other stenches. That's right. That's right. The sort of movies that, you know, you've seen plenty of sequels where you know it's a turd going in and you accept it. So your expectations are low. In these cases, these are the ones that for... Personal reasons, we felt they were going to be big and we felt we were going to enjoy them and, and it just didn't happen. Hmm. I'm going to kick things off with Speed 2. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You're really sort of you know, picking the low-hanging fruit there. <laughs> I'm coming out with early fucking steamers. Look, Speed, for me, is one of the best... Action films of the nineties. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great piece of work. It's it's obviously a little bit. Um, you have to suspend a little bit of disbelief yeah. <laughs> with buses jumping large and large gaps and the like. Yep. But it's really tense, and the action stuff is great. Mm. I'm just struggling to see where you got excited about a cruise ship. No, <laughs> <laughs> when it was the reason why I got excited is when it was first mentioned. Yeah, that there was going to be a sequel. At the time that they, you know, this was back in the days of magazines. Yeah, yeah, you had to get a magazine to find out what was coming. Yep. And it was, there was not a lot of information as to what yeah. it was. So you would literally go in having nothing by the two minutes of a trailer. Yeah. Thinking, this is going to be great. And <laughs> fuck. Why would you pick a cruise line? There had to be another option. Was there others? I want to know what other options were put forward. Well, I read just the other day, (laughs) in fact. Yes. Funnily enough. Yeah. Didn't they gear the whole thing around a dream that the director had? Yeah. I think that was a cracked article, wasn't it? Yeah. It mentioned something like that. Yes. And, uh, yeah, the director had a dream. And made the whole changes around the cruise ship crashing into the... Yeah, in, into the actual um, the island. Yeah. And that was supposed to look awesome. And then so well, they yeah, so back- basically wrote backwards. So they, <laughs> <laughs> they wrote so backwards. Back when you were going into the cinema, you had no idea about any of this. <laughs> um, you, look, you, couldn't, you couldn't see from the trailer, oh, shit, that looks like the director's just had you know, a great idea for one set piece and then run oh, backwards. That fucking slow-moving cruise ship hitting that island, that looks <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Let's write backwards from there. <laughs> look, so I, look, I love Keanu. in your shoes walking into the cinema? I, look, I was excited, had my popcorn, had my, had my chop tops. <laughs> Super excited! The lights went down. We we start with a some sort of road chase involving motorbikes and uh, some sort of drug bust. It ends after about two minutes. <laughs> then we get some obligatory character development that Sandra Bullock's now dating another special specialist cop, mm. exactly the same as Keanu Reeves. And I think by then I'd gone. Okay, <laughs> we're in a little bit of trouble here. But maybe things will get better when the action ramps up. Nah, 
We get on a cruise ship. Along comes the human tripod. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Having it up. Bloody deluxe. Yep. <laughs> and if he couldn't look any stranger, yeah. give him long hair. <laughs> and leeches. <laughs> wasn't, he, wasn't he dying of some kind of yeah, I think radiation I, poisoning and yeah. he had, like, leeches? Fucking hell. <laughs> 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 I'm fucking disgusted with myself for even talking about this. You know, this is one of few movies. Yeah. And even real bad ones, sometimes I'll just go back and watch them do it to, you know, just see, were they really that bad? Or I haven't seen Speed 2 since I saw it. No, no, neither have I. And it, it just won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I like Keanu Reeves. Don't get me wrong, I like him. I like him as an actor. But when he walks away <laughs> from a sequel to a very successful first movie... You know you've probably got a few problems <laughs> in the scripting phase. Do you think the, the conversation where Keanu really wants you back? What's the story, he says? Director's had a dream last yeah. night. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you asked, Keanu. Look, <laughs> We're I had a dream back. last night. <laughs> Keanu, you still there? <laughs> No, it's, it's it's we're doing things a little differently, Keanu. We're riding backwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sorry, mate. I'm busy. I got something else on. Speed two, not one of the faves. No, no. I certainly won't be going back to see it. Again. Sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll pop up on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sitting there one day. I'll be bored out of my brain. Oh, speed two. Shit, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got for me in the canon? Uh, I'm going to jump out out of the blocks with Scream 3. Scream 3. Yes. Yeah. Scream 1, absolute classic, was a pivotal moment in my movie-going life. Yeah. Scream 2, although I didn't saw the same sort of heights, it was good enough. But for I, the most part, Scream 2 is on par. For, yeah. For, for yeah. a large portion of it, it is on par. There's chances of it that are right there. Um, and overall, I was really happy with it. So coming back with Scream 3 and, and most of the same sort of people involved, I was expecting the same, you know, the same sort of result. And unfortunately, didn't quite get there. No. I expected a drop in quality. I did because, you know, you get into a third movie in a franchise and it's a slasher movie franchise. Yep. You expect that there is going to be fall-off. But the, this nosedives, it just it massive. just falls in a fucking massive hole. Yeah. And I know there'd be some people out there that's, that would say Scream and uh, Scream 2 were not high quality to start with. And I, you know, I beg to differ with yeah. that. But this one just, just sank to the... To the depths and had, you know, the same old crap. It, it almost took the meta too far and then sort of turned back on itself to where it was becoming a cliche. Yeah. It was almost a, it was almost a um, they tried to be too smart and became something that they were making fun of in a way. Yeah, and then look, all those cameos and stuff yep. started to come into play. The, the kill scenes, you know, you started with Drew Barrymore in the first one, which, you know, was unexpected. The second one, you had what I thought was a pretty cool set piece that involved Jada Pinkett and Omar Epps. Yeah. That was, I thought that was a pretty good set piece. The third one, we're killing off Cotton Weary for fuck's sake. Yeah. A character that really had barely can. been seen. Yeah. In, across the two first two films. And introduced the whole 
it still gets me to this day the the voice changer that could imitate people, uh, which was a real, real stinky idea. What's the next fake fucking faces and <laughs> shit like that? Yeah, uh, and then to top it all off, it went with the you know the whole sort of spoilers, but it went with the whole. Uh, Sibling that we'd never heard of and never knew was there. Plus, the, which the, I mean, Scream Scream Two had a little bit of that, but it tied it in with something else that, um, as I've gone on record before, I said, you know, the, the Scream Two tying in Billy's mother with a guy from the internet seemed a little stupid at the time, but it's actually aged really well because yeah. we've actually seen seedy cases around yeah, the world where well, this sort of, sort of stuff happened. happened. So that's actually gone in its favour with age, whereas this one was just, okay, we've gone with another fucking, another family member that we didn't know about that had just a silly motive that... But what hurt this one the most was they were, again, spoilers, but they were purporting that the killer in the third film had connections with the killers in the other two and had basically mastermind, puppet yeah. mastered this whole thing. And, and nobody knew about it. You're telling yeah. me that there's not one fucking loose end in all that? And it certainly didn't add to any sort of mythology around the first film. I still prefer to look at the first film as a sort of standalone. Stand yeah. That those guys had their own motivations and that this part three story is just nothing, nothing to do with it. And, and look, I think you said it the other night in, a, in one of the other podcasts from last week or so that the Scream TV series is basically the best thing that the series has done since the original. And I think that yeah. that... Or Scream 2, I felt, yeah. Scream, oh, well, look, I, I, I actually I think, think Scream 2 is probably a little higher in my Yeah, maybe opinion. in quality, but I thought the series did a really good job. The series was good. I enjoyed it. And I know a lot of people didn't, but I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. But I just think that's a mark of where 3 and, and 4 ended yeah. up. Yeah, 4, again, didn't make my disappointing because I'd, I, couldn't, I couldn't be any lower than... I wasn't After I walked out of part three. Walk into it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was probably a turd. Fuck Bruce Willis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gay if that helps. Remember that? God almighty. Oh, for God's sake. Stupid <laughs> things like that when people are getting killed. That Yeah, four, look, four's, four's for another time. Mm. I'm going to chuck a Transformers movie in here. Probably to everyone's fucking rejoicing about oh, that. Shit. I was going to say, we've only got, you know... 20 minutes, yeah. mate, four hours. <laughs> Revenge of the Fallen, which is the second one. Yes. I believe. Yeah. I actually, look, contrary to... I was close to going with this one too. Contrary to everyone's, most people's thoughts, the original Transformers is pretty good. It's big, dumb fun. Yeah, and, and it, it doesn't purport to be anything more than that. Yeah. The action scenes are good. It's it's a bit of fun. It's funny in parts. It works. Yeah. So I had actually, was interested in seeing the second one. Yeah, same. Mate, when you've got that whole shit about him living at, at, in a dorm at uni and the female, the woman that turns into a Transformer or whatever, yeah, I was fucking lost. And then it just ends in this Devastator. You remember Devastator? Devastator just about made me cry. Yeah, because Devastator in, in the toys, of course, was those five... The constructor Constructions cons. things, and they were green, and they came together. They made a really cool robot. Nah. Devastator in the the Transformers world was some gigantic so round beast that just chewed up everything and had testicles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just to make a joke, it had fucking testicles. Yeah. 
Uh, that was uh, the Devastator. Is is that just stays in my mind as one of the biggest missteps? I remember saying to you after I saw it, you know, what was wrong with just making a fucking big transformer? Mm. You know, a bunch of them connected together. Why did we have to have the classic? Oh, this is a dumb old kids cartoon, so we won't take that yeah. idea. Let's we'll take really it do it with an even stupider yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, let's just really um, fuck it up. But the uh, yeah, the the woman, the transformer turning into a woman. That just kind of makes you wonder, why aren't they all you know, disguising themselves as humans? Wouldn't that make yeah. your job a little bit easier? <laughs> why are they robots? <laughs> I, yeah. And just... then, look, the final kicker for this movie is it is nine or three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> now, fuck me dead. Nobody <laughs> needs three hours of this shit. I saw this at the drive-in. Two hours ten in a pinch, yeah. I'll take. I saw this at the drive-in. And it was the second of a double header. Oh shit! You must have been asleep. My wife, <laughs> my wife fell asleep, and she. It, the movie was that fucking long. She fell asleep, woke <laughs> up, and complained that it was still there. <laughs> I really, I had nothing to say back to her. Did you wake up? I was, you, I was um, gousing yourself in petrol, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking for a lighter. I didn't know what to say. I, I basically just had to apologise profusely. Uh, and say, oh, this is my fault. Yeah, that's a real steamer. Yeah, shocker. N- on to your next cinematic feces. <laughs> well, I think we might both have this one. Mm. I don't know why, after seven <laughs> movies, you can still have an excitement level about any of them, but Jason Takes Manhattan has got to be in there. Yeah, it's it's in there big time for there's me. Worse, there's worse Fridays, but this one had... This one came on the back of, of one that I'm quite fond of. Yeah, seven. I, I always enjoyed seven. I quite like part seven. Part seven also has probably my favourite looking Jason yeah. out of all of them. Um, I think they got, uh, of the later films where they started going with the kind of zombie-looking aspect to it, I think Part Seven's the one that, that got it spot on. And I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. So Part 8 rolls around. And, of course, I'm seeing this I'm seeing this well after it had been in yeah, the cinemas and things like that. probably in the 90s. <clears throat> I'm seeing it in the 90s for the first time. But I'm thinking, Jason in New York, fucking awesome. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm seeing the poster where he's cutting, cutting through. through the I Love New York. Look, the marketing. Brilliant. They had the tr- teaser trailer where he's standing there at the, there's that person standing there at, uh, looking at the New York skyline. It's got New York, New York in the yeah, background. Yep. And then he turns around, it's Jason. Yep. And the tagline was New York has a new problem. Mm-hmm. And the, the poster, I'm thinking this is the shit. Now, yeah. I had Gorezone magazine. <laughs> Right, I'm still talking about magazines. Yeah. People, some some people out there are probably going, "What's a magazine? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they online?" I, I had Gorzone magazine. Did you read that on your Atari and yeah. Commodore 64. Yeah, while well, I was playing Pog. <laughs> 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 um, I had Gorzone magazine. It had a major write-up on it, and it was giving away some of the death scenes and everything. And it had heaps of pics and you know a set report and everything. And I was mega excited, so and it was going up again. <laughs> fucking talk about fool's gold. <laughs> it was going up against Nightmare on Elm Street Five. Yep. At the box office, so yes. there was this, you know, there was this big write up about how it was Freddy versus Jason, and 
Fuck, that's the wooden spoon playoff. <laughs> <laughs> if I've ever heard of it. That's where no, but that's just where you get a ribbon for knocking up. <laughs> My problem with eight is it just feels really stale. Yeah. Um, and look, if you watch Chris Lake Memories, you can see that Rob Hedden had, he, you know, his heart was in the right place. He, he yeah. was trying to do more. But they were not going to give money for this type of stuff. Yeah, look, my problem, uh, the the real disappointment aspect was that Jason took Manhattan for five minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, then took Vancouver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for a, or had a cruise ship. Um, and, yeah, you're exactly right. Watching watching the Crystal Lake memories again, th- their heart was in the right place. And they had a, they had a script where... The majority of the action was in New York. Yeah, and it had like <laughs> Madison Square Garden and yeah. the Empire State Building and all that. But then way. obviously, you know, Frank Mancuso was was there saying, you know, we loved the we loved what they had, but the budget didn't allow for that much time. Yeah, in New and, York and, and look, sort of that's not a knock on Mancuso or any or Paramount or anyone like that. The simple fact of the matter is, and Mancuso says this in several times within um, Crystal Lake Memories. Friday the Thirteenth movies were about were commerce. It was a business exactly. decision. You spent four million bucks and you made twenty. Yeah, exactly. You didn't do that when you spent fifteen. No. So. And you needed I mean, fifteen to twenty to yeah. make this movie. But so what, what you're kind of saying, I 100 percent agree with. We're not really laying the boot in, but this one was the one that really had a, had you sort of hyped up. Yeah. Like I said, it was on the back of another. It was it was on the back of a Friday that we enjoyed, and it just seemed to have. From the marketing, this was going to be awesome. Jason yeah. was taking the, the big city, you know. Aside note for why, another big problem with it was the way Jason looked. You know, what yeah. they'd done is they'd taken Seven, which had all the injuries he'd ever had, and the rotting corpse of him. You, know, you could see his spinal cord and all that mm. to something totally different. He looked, looked like, like jelly. Yeah, that was <laughs> shocking. Oh, About the high point was um, Julius. Get his head punched off? Yeah. That's the only good bit. Give me your best yeah. shot. Yeah. Cop this. I, I'm going in for another horror sequel. This one's probably going to surprise because I didn't particularly like the original, but I kind of understood what the original was about and, I, and I, I had respect for the way it was made, and that was the Blair Witch Project too. Oof. The original Blair Witch is, to me, not a great movie. But I understood the concept and I liked the concept. I thought yeah. the concept was good. The the first time that the internet had been used as a kind of a tool yep. to sell you a story that wasn't really there. Yeah. And, and if if you actually look back on Blair Witch, the, the genius is in the marketing, yeah, not exactly. in the movie. Well, I didn't love the movie when we, when we watched it. I was all over the marketing. I was watching... Prior to going to the movie, I was watching Curse of the Blair Witch on the TV and all that sort of yeah. stuff when they released that early. Um, and I was I was eating it up. I was absolutely loving what they were doing. So I was, you know, like you, I was rushing out yeah. and seeing it when it came out. And I didn't love the movie. No. I thought the ending was fantastic. Yeah. That was actually legitimately creepy. Yeah. But I, um, prior to that, I didn't really, I didn't love the movie. Um, but you're right. I, I was really excited about the possibilities, I guess, because they'd, they'd done something really fresh and original and created something that had had stories around it. Yeah, because um, they had all that stuff about Rust and Parr and, and all yeah. that. And that was, you know, he was a murderer and he was killing kids and yep. 
the whole idea was he'd make him stand in the corner and all that. Yeah. They released a trilogy of PC games that were supposed to build on the Blair Witch mythology. Oh, did they ever get released? I remember they... Uh... I remember they advertised them, but I never, I never saw one. Well, whether they got released in America <laughs> or adver- not. Really they advertised released, them, yeah. definitely advertised them. Yeah. They may not have got released in Australia. But yeah, the trilogy of games was, yeah, you're right, one of them was set um, in the, in the, the past. past. One, time, was, yeah. one of them was modern day. Like, yeah, they, they had all the bases covered in that regard. And then they decided a sequel. Okay, I understand you're not going back down the, the, um, the fan footage. Because, quite frankly, something like um, Paranormal Activity, I'm sick to death of the fact that they have basically just drowned that into the ground with yeah. this ridiculous fan footage. But They have grounded it into the ground. But you know what? A there was nowhere to sequels, go. Well, a couple of those sequels worked. Yeah, but there's nowhere else to go with a Paranormal Activity. It's yeah. kind of like a Ghost Hunters show. Yeah, but a couple of them, you know, a couple of them did it better than the original. Mm. I actually think Paranormal... Between Paranormal Activity 2 and 3, you've actually got some better parts oh, yeah. of the series than part 1. So I understand that Blair Witch wasn't going to go the same route. Can I ask a question, though? What fucking route did they go? I don't I know. I still don't know. <laughs> because it was kind of... It was a proper film. It was set that the Blair Witch movie had come out. They were a group of friends looking for... I think they were touring the sites of the movie, but they knew that it wasn't real. Mm. It was kind of meta before meta was the thing, mm. but it just didn't work. It just rambles on. It's trying to sort of have this mystery aspect. You know, they start with him being the bloke being sort of um, in the police station being questioned over what happened, and then it sort of flashes back a bit. Mm. But it, it just... Made no sense, mate. Yeah, and I, st- I, I still, I, I still couldn't tell you what, what the movie's about. Yeah, to be honest. And and the link to the Blair Witch is tenuous at best. Yeah. It doesn't even go close to giving us anything there. It was one of the most sort of incomprehensible messes of a movie I've ever seen. Yeah, and I'm not sure whether that, uh, you know, that's the demise of the Blair Witch franchise, really. Because the problem was, I think Pretty people much. thought there was a franchise, but there really wasn't. Well, there could have been. Why didn't they go with the Rustin Parr story? I don't well, why, know. Why isn't that I mean, more cinematic? I mean, you say people thought there was a franchise and there wasn't. There only wasn't because of this. True. All Maybe that, that's all why, that stuff the, they that's had why the games it. never fronted. All that stuff they, they had around it. Was, was pretty good. Like, watching The Curse of the Blair Witch and stuff, I think there was legs. There was probably somewhere else you could have gone, but this just squashed it completely. Yeah, maybe, yeah, those, maybe this... those games did disappear because it was like, well, shit. Yeah. Every, the heat has come off this so quickly, we actually can't fog this stuff. Well, it's true. Probably true. Yeah. The heat came off something Fucking shocking. Hell. yeah. <laughs> That was like a turd that sort of sits outside for a while, goes white, <laughs> and just blew away in the wind. <laughs> I don't even think it had time. It must have come out white because it, it wasn't sitting out very long before it blew away. <laughs> yeah. All right, yes, next. Um, I'm sticking with horror. Mm-hmm. Again, deep into a series, so I don't, I don't know why I'm the only idiot getting hyped up for these. Freddy Six. Oh, Jesus. Freddy's what? dead. Let me ask you this quickly on this one. Yeah. Because, look, I 
I'm going to sort of say, yeah, look, I had a sort of bit of semi-hype mm. on six. Yep. But five had cooled the engines a little <laughs> yeah, bit yeah. there because five wasn't very good. Well, look, five for me, I've always sort of said I didn't, I didn't like the movie all that much. Mm. It was pretty bad. But I could see some things in there that they were trying to do that were were all right. Yeah. You're right, though. It was sort of cooled off. You cooled off on the franchise. Because it and Jason Takes Manhattan, coming out at the same time, both had pretty average box office returns. Yeah. So, yeah, it had cooled off, but this was the first time I got reeled in by the... The 3D? The, the, no, no. The fuck, death? Not the 3D. The last one. Oh, Freddy's dead. I guess, you know? the, I guess with the Friday the 13th franchise, we were already... They'd already been They'd already it. been six movies. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We'd already got to the final chapter and moved on. So yeah, we exactly. already knew that. Look, even now, if you tell me it's the last one, I'll rush out and see. <laughs> <laughs> even having known it's probably not the last one. What about Saw 7? Yeah, it didn't rush out. Nah. <laughs> but I, I have seen it since. Yeah. But yeah, this was the sort of first time I got hooked on with, oh, it's the last one. And, you know, you get a bit of the nostalgia and you get a bit of the, they're going to go out with a bang. Mm. And... All the celebrities that were attached, the cameos and stuff like that. I just felt it was it was you know it was it was gearing up gearing up. Something. Yeah, um, dear, dear. And good lord, you good must have been just lord. bloody just fuming from like five minutes in. I was sitting there. I sat there seething for the entire <laughs> picture. Because you know what? I, I'm going to come out. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this right here. I think this is the worst movie on this list. Uh, on this list of sequels well, we're just talking about. you did so talk far. about Speed 2. I did. <laughs> and yes, that was written backwards and all that shit, but... This is a bad one. This is a very I think bad this movie. is really bad because it falls into the same trap that you mentioned about Screen 3, and that is bringing up family connections and things like that to an already established mythology. Yep. So it's a shoehorn. And so on top of that... Freddy's at his absolute quipping worst. Worst, absolute worst. It's just horrifying to listen to him. Oh. And yeah. usually you, you want Freddy to be around. This was the first time I wanted the guy to fuck off. <laughs> you sure? Not in part five? You didn't want him to fuck off? At least in five, five he did fuck off. Oh, <laughs> Freddy. Oh, shit. Right, I forgot about <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> but... In fact, in fact, I think parts of four. I probably want him to fuck off a little bit there too. But I really want him to fuck off in this yeah. one. Well, I mean, it started to go downhill for me when Freddie's riding a broomstick. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was pretty early on. Then we get this the you know the weird Roseanne and Tom Arnold cameo. Yeah, that just had me at sort of. What's going uh, on? I was on edge. Then we I'm had. Just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm off. I'm off the ship here. <laughs> the power glove <laughs> just pushed me over. Just pushed me way over the edge. Now we're playing with power. I actually that think. Was the end. I actually think the worst bit is the guy with the um, ear. Oh thing yeah. And he, he pulls Scratching out the blackboard and drops the pins, and that is just garbage. Yeah. I'd, Absolute garbage. Yeah. You're right. By the end of the movie, I was pretty happy that Freddie was dead. Yeah. But um, 
the thing that kind of laid the boot in after that is even now you watch we you know we watch the Never Sleep Agains and Rachel Talali just defends this thing like it's some under, misunderstood masterpiece. Weren't they saying that it was kind of meant to be um, black comedy? Black comedy? Yeah, she still says it's a black comedy and that people people didn't get it and stuff like that. Look, Rachel, I don't want to get it. Yeah. I don't. If that's your brand of comedy, we don't share a sense of humour. Mind you, people, there was a, another script floating around at the time, which was by Peter Jackson. Yeah. We, and they talk very briefly about it in Never Sleep Again, which is the Elm Street doco, and it sounds okay. Hmm. But no, they weren't willing to gamble, I don't yeah. think, at the time, because Jackson you wasn't can see, known well, at that stage. Jackson wasn't known, and it's a fair departure. Yeah. It's something like, you know, um, probably what, what they ended up going with with New Nightmare or yeah. something like Jason Goes to Hell, where they, they, they just have this idea that's a fairly radical departure. The idea was what he'd lost his power and he'd turned into a bit of a joke. Yeah, people used to go into the dreams just to kick the shit out of him. Kick the shit out of him. And then he accidentally kills kills one of them again and starts to get his power back. So, I mean... There's a cop in a coma who keeps having dealings with him. Yeah, it sounded... I mean, shit, I'd still like to see it. Well, Peter Jackson, put that shit out. Write it up as a comic. comic Or release the script for us, something. Give us us a taste of what, what it was. Yeah, because... Uh, what we got was not not pretty. No. no, but like I said, I'm the only idiot getting excited after six movies, seven movies, eight movies. Yeah, well, you Jesus. and me both. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tendency to turn up to this shit and say I'm excited. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Do you know what I love? Just getting slightly off the track. When I'm trying to rub my excitement off on someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And people just are not going for no, it. No. I'm going, listen, Freddy's dead. It's a fucking, this is going to be the best one. Nah, yeah. not interested, mate. I remember um, I remember in high school when I was just amped for Halloween, uh, Halloween um, H2O. I saw it and I was just, I was absolutely buzzing. And I went into the maths class and the two birds that were sitting in front of me, they're giggling to each other. They go, oh, she, she went and watched that stupid fucking Halloween movie the other week. I thought it was the worst movie you'd ever seen. I was sitting there ready to tell everyone, Halloween, hey, so you got to check it out. And I just thought, no, no, I'll keep my dignity intact for, a, you know, another week or two before everyone sees through me anyway. Oh, man. All right, my last pick. Another well-trodden action series. This time there were four movies in. Mm. Lethal Weapon 4. Mm. Is this controversial for you? Uh, maybe not controversial. I know, I do know people that dislike it, but I've I got a little bit of a soft spot for this one. It's definitely, it's a step down, but I, I don't mind. My problem was it was, um, the first three were really good. I really enjoyed them because there was a real chemistry and all that. Yeah, and look, mm. there were there were dips in quality, some would say. Had you forgotten that Danny Glover was far too old for this shit? Oh, uh, he was far too old for that shit. And so he probably should have stayed retired <laughs> at the time. The fourth one, the reason why I was kind of amped about it was because, yeah, they got Mel and Danny back. Um, they still they had all the characters from the last movie. They'd thrown in Jet Lee as the villain. Mm. Which I thought was a really good choice. And then, yeah, then you get to it and you just realise it's overstuffed. 
Yeah. It's got too many characters, and they're trying to find two-minute scenes to get them all involved. Like Leo Gitz. Get rid of Leo Gitz, mate. There was no need for Leo Gitz. Because that's what you had butters for. Yeah. Or biscuits or whatever his name was. <laughs> Chris Rock's character was Leo Gitz. He was kind of basically a similar sort of person. You didn't need Renee Russo. We still had to have Renee Russo because her and Mel were married. I guess Riggs was married to her, I think, in the fourth one. Yeah. And she was writing romance novels. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> come on. And then, then the whole crux of the, the villainous plot re- relates to people smuggling, is it? <laughs> What's, why is that funny? It's just, it doesn't work in the lethal weapon Okay. Canon for, for the villains. You don't think people smugglers are mean enough? No, but I just don't think that sort of thing, <laughs> which is a, is a little bit more heavy and topical, works in an action series that doesn't play like, usually play like that. Mm. Interesting point. I mean, maybe diplomatic immunity is, is big because that was in two. Yeah, maybe that was hot button <laughs> back then in the 80s. But it seemed You're to be okay. You're calling the days of just... Flying in, flying in with a chopper and attacking. I am calling for the you. days of yore where you had blokes like Char- Chuck Norris. Fuck the reason why the villain was in there. <laughs> he was just there to be killed. Yeah, exactly. He had um, no motives. But don't you don't you get a bit of a bit of a laugh out of it now seeing Mel Gibson with his sort of rampant racist gags <laughs> in the movie, and you watch it now and with his track record, you think maybe he was actually ad libbing. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't in the script. He was just sort of riffing and that's when it came out. Look, no surprises that he called people sugar tits. Yeah. Because this sort of movie had that vibe. No, look, there are parts of this movie that are okay. There are parts that are okay. I do still think the chemistry... But again, you read some magazine that told you it was going to be great. It was 97, (laughs) so magazines were starting in phase. Oh, okay, so you'd found Dark Horizon. I probably came across a pamphlet or something. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Dark Horizons. While I was at uni, it took an hour and a half to load up. (laughs) I bet you heard it on, um, like, Take 40. Uh, Rick Dee's The Weekly Top 40. They dropped a little bit of movie news. Possibly. Yeah. I just didn't like it. I felt it was a waste. There was no reason for it, and it was just a reason to pull these guys out mm. of mothballs and give them another run. Yep. The chemistry between Danny Glover and Mel Gibson is still there, which yep. is good, but other than that, it's it doesn't work. And it was a real, real dud for me. Disappointing. Yeah. I haven't watched it since I saw it in the cinema. Really? Yeah. Shit, I've seen it about three or four times. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, man. <laughs> We're trying to make out like we've got some fucking credibility. Oh, well, you know. Admittedly, we started talking about Speed 2 at the top of the show, so yeah. really our credibility, credibility went out the then. What credibility? <laughs> um, so, running theme here, mm. another one deep into the series, <laughs> Die Hard 5. yeah. We covered this at length, we so we probably don't need to really touch on this one. But I shit. guess only into the reasons why it was disappointing, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. And it was because Die Hard 4 should have been the disappointing one. Yeah. After they dusted him out of mothballs <laughs> for a money-making extravaganza. Yeah. Money. <laughs> Someone was looking to cash some checks, yeah. so to speak. Um, and Die Hard 4 turned out all right. Yeah, yeah. So Die Hard 5, I thought, shit, they're on to a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, we're getting Russian taxi drivers 
talking about Stacey Club. Talking about New York. Fucking. You know, then we're moving into into Chernobyl and yeah. Um, you know, look, I think we said it in our podcast on it, but yeah, you know, diesel jeans and a white t shirt is not a fucking the the right safety equipment for Chernobyl. No, I didn't know hazmat made them. <laughs> I didn't know hazmat made jeans and wife <laughs> So to me, we we're already on rocky ground in Russia. Yeah. We didn't need to go to Chernobyl. Hmm. So yeah, that the disappointment for me was that I, I it was basically delayed disappointment. <laughs> Part four was the one that should have should have yeah. made me have these feelings. Yeah. But they, Look, I, you know what? Part four, I was kind of on board with. Yeah. I kind of initially thought, well, look, they're dusting him off. We haven't seen him for years. It could be all right. It could actually be all right. I saw a trailer. I liked what I saw. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was the only one, but (laughs) if we do some sort of head count, (laughs) maybe we can get some some more um, succinct data on that. Yeah. But I kind of like the look of four. It came out really well, I thought. Yeah, it did. Five. I remember the day I, I, I jumped online and I saw the first teaser poster that said, yippee Mother Russia. <laughs> and I thought, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Oh, and dear. it didn't get any better. No. Because all the trailers didn't actually tell you what it was about. No. It was just... This, all these quick cuts of action and explosions and stuff, and it was supposed to sort of get you in the mood for that type of movie. And it fails on those levels anyway. Mm. Yeah, oh. big letdown. Yeah. Big letdown. Yeah, enough. I actually, I mean... You carved that one up pretty good. I, I, oh, that one was a real deflator, but the, the talk of Die Hard 6 has sort of just pumped the guys <laughs> up a little bit again. <laughs> yeah, I've heard something just recently about being sort of a quasi-prequel. Mm. Yeah. I heard something totally different. Did you? Yeah. Well, it was on... The, uh... the, story, the story that's been going around is that it's a... Um, it's the anniversary of the Nakatomi Towers. Oh, in... Bizzo, um... and the company invites Willis back to Japan to sort of commemorate... And Zeus is involved too. That's the word I've heard. I don't know where that was at. That's, that's, I mean, last I heard, I think it was put on hold for some reason. So perhaps they have turned it into a prequel, which, no, I don't want to say a prequel. Let's, let's move on. You got anything else? So I'm going back to the well. Mm. My list has been dominated by horror and two out of the big three have been accounted for. So I'm going to have to go with Halloween. Okay. And it's Halloween Resurrection. Halloween Resurrection? Yes. Do tell why Do you tell. would be even interested in Halloween Look, Resurrection. This was, at, this was right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> right in there. Michael was always probably my favourite of the three Big slasher boppers. icons. Not necessarily always my favourite series, but I think out of all of them, Halloween 1 was my favourite movie, and I always had a soft spot for, for the Michael character. It was just a little bit different to Jason. Obviously, he didn't talk like Freddy, yeah. but I kind of liked liked Michael. Um, and ha- Halloween H2O, 
it did me right. It reinvigorated. It reinvigorated things. It did, it did. I really enjoyed H2O. I really, really liked it. Uh, and I probably should have seen the signs when they cut his head off. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have wondered how we were going to get around that. But I thought to myself, it's been done before. We've well, done all sorts of this sort of stuff. What do you got for me? And I was excited. Crush the guy's larynx. Fool me once. <laughs> shame on you. Fuck. Fool me seven times. Shame on me. I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> shame on you again. <laughs> no, no, look, look, I actually, I shouldn't kick the shit out of right? Halloween Resurrection because in a goofy way, I don't mind it. I actually have a bit of fun with it. So you're an idiot. Fool me seven times, you are the idiot. <laughs> no, I, I think it's it's absolute garbage, but it's it's entertaining garbage. No. Um, no. <laughs> as opposed you deserve to, a Buster Rhymes fly kick to the face for saying that. As opposed to Halloween's five and six, I'll take Resurrection. <laughs> if someone says to me, these are the three you've got, I'm taking Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, resurrection. Oh. I, I, I was a bit like you though. I was That's like offering the electric chair, lethal injection, <laughs> or just shot. <laughs> yeah, just shoot me. It's quicker. I want to be shot. <laughs> I, I was a bit like you though. I was kind of pumped for resurrection because yeah. I thought Seven had or H two O had res- reinvigorated the franchise to the point where maybe we'd go off on a slightly more classic Halloween tension, mm. e.g. he's back stalking and it's a bit more of that. Because that's what, that's what H2O brought back. Yeah. Nah. No. Nah. All we wanted to do was go with some sort of bullshit fucking <laughs> reality show run by Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks, God almighty. And Is she the worst actor that's ever appeared in the series? That's a big call, but I'm, I'm It's a big call. Nah, there's a couple in five. Jeez. Iron Six. It's close. It's going on Six. Captain Arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Arsehole on Six was pretty bad. He's a better actor than Tyra Banks, though. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, maybe. That's the a real, tough one. The, one that, the real kick in the teeth was, didn't they find where he slept? Yes. No, but that, <laughs> no. hadn't that all been set up? No. Bye. I can't remember. I can't, to be honest, I, um, I watched it a couple of times when it was fairly recent. Maybe hoping that, you know, something had changed each time I watched it. I haven't watched it in quite a while. There's so an alternate version somewhere, mm-hmm. you were hoping? Oh, yeah. Were you hoping for a producer's cut? No. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd already been, again, fool me. <laughs> oh, fucking burned or right. we should You'd just change the brand. We should just change the name of the podcast to fool, fool me. Because oh, I've been fooled. <laughs> I, 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 I was caught, I was wound up in the mythology of the, uh, <laughs> and the, the this, um, um, this mythical producer's cut, and then when we actually saw the producer's cut, Fuck. I actually bought a, I bought a bootleg of the producer's cut. Jesus, what did that cost you? It cost me. It didn't cost me more than a standard DVD. Oh, but I had to. I bought it on eBay and got it shipped from America, and it was a cut that had the DVD of Halloween Six spliced with the VHS of. <laughs> the actual producer's cut right. so the quality would go back and forth and I, even with that I was super excited when I was watching it because oh, this is going to fix the movie this is going to explain all the unexplained elements nah no nah, did not look 
that's the other that's the other thing that resurrection struggles with is that they're trying to bring in this idea of reality television as yeah. a, as a piece of the and get it into the Michael sort of series. Yeah. But it's 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 basically obsolete instantly. Like it doesn't play very well. It was shoehorned as well. Yeah. It's just a classic case of this is popular. Let's slap Michael into the thick of it. Yeah. And it doesn't really work. It doesn't doesn't showcase anything worth sort of getting excited about. And yeah, you got that guy online blogging with her and all that shit. Mm. Nah. No. It doesn't really work. Although I was entertained. No, I wasn't. <laughs> is that is that that's how was the only amusement I got out of it was that I was amused by my own stupidity that I got fucking caught up again. Do you sometimes sit in the movie theater as the yeah, you know, as the Credits are rolling on some steaming piece of crap you've been to, and you, you occasionally just go, "Damn it!" I just sit there and I'm think, "Done again." I just sit there and think, "What is my life? What, what really? Why am I, what am I doing? Why are you yeah, exactly. here?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, well, yeah. You know what? The new Halloween, talking the new Halloween movie. Oh, I couldn't be more excited. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for another top five. They've released the new Halloween. <laughs> they've released the synopsis, and I'm in a lather. <laughs> 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 no, no, don't get lathered up. I'm lathered. It's too late. You know what? Now that things are on Blu-ray and streaming and that, I don't have to sit in a darkened movie theater and <laughs> fucking curse the world. Oh, no. I can oh, sit yeah. at home and curse the world. Yeah, you can do it loudly instead oh. of under your breath. No, but see, nowadays if I'm watching... I'm there. If I'm watching... Are you a... saying you're not going to go see the cinema? Oh, yeah. yeah. Shit, you're not going to see the cinemas. Of course you are. But, but the good thing is... It just allows you not to... It means you don't have to go to a video store in a, in a black hat and a trench coat. Yeah, yeah, you go. <laughs> Halloween nine, thanks. Yeah. It's as bad as picking up pornos. You know, you got to go in there dressed up fucking with moustaches and shit. you got to ask for a brown paper bag. Let's face it. It's, it there's a stigma to watching the Halloween yeah. sequels. Yeah. But... The good thing about watching it on streaming and stuff is 25 minutes is you can go, fuck this, and you can stop it. I can't. Oh, no. It's OCD. Now, a Halloween film I will go through. I can time it half. Time and a half. On the PlayStation, I can time it half. No, no, no. I'm never timing a half a time and a half in Halloween flick or a Friday. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I am going through them. I'm fucking copying that. Every other thing. I can't turn a movie off anymore. I've got to see what happens, so I'll time it half it. Kung Fu Elliot. Time now. Jesus. Oh, I've watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's our, that's our top five. A little bit of a, you know, weekly filler. We actually have a change in what we're going to do for the next movie. Mm. We were going to do Demon Knight, Tales from the Crypt, but we're going to be in Melbourne and we're actually going to have a guest. My brother's going to be on. He chose The Shining, the Stanley Kubrick version from 1980. So we'll be doing that. Keep listening to the podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, we're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or on email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Drop us a line anytime, but until then, take it easy. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.net.au